and joining me right now here on the phone line to recap, especially the NFC Championship game with his Niners going back to the Super Bowl again. It's got his great job with multiple outlets. His name's Kyle Nash, Jaguar Report, student of the game, black and gold banneret. He's all over the place. I love it. Kyle, how you doing today? Always good to hear from you, Mark Buzz. It's always good to be aboard. And, hey, it's not every day you could talk about your uh, your team going back to the Super Bowl for an eighth trip. There you go. The narrative today is the Lions choked. They should have gone to the Super Bowl. Everyone's disappointed. But you, yeah, 49er fan, how excited are you to get that win yesterday? I mean, listen, the first half was certainly a rough go of it. And listen, let's give let's give the Lions credit coming out, running the football, doing things to the to the 49ers front that made it seem like it would be relatively hopeless. But it's an interesting correlation, Mark, when the ball started to get into uh, the hands of one Jared Goff, the Lions offense was worth scoffing at, just as I've often said about uh, Jared Goff. Not to say I dislike him, he's a good game manager, but when you ended up throwing the ball 41 times with Jared Goff, I think that was part of the Lions' undoing. How on earth do you start to panic when you're dominating like that in a football game? I'm just throwing that out there. What was the turning point? Could you make a case it's when you score the touchdown the third and then the Lions fumble the ball right away? Was that kind of it, or is there other plays? I mean, there are other plays surrounding it most certainly. I mean, Juwan Jennings getting that amazing like one-handed grab like he was grabbing a basketball rebound you know, to, to convert – the uh, first down uh, on that particular drive was certainly a big deal. Ayuk's catch is a big deal, too. But, yes, it all starts with that fumble. That's what really turns a, a good drive to threaten to come back into true momentum at the end of the day. And, listen, I know everybody's going to yell and scream, Mark, about Madden Campbell uh, doing what he does and being overly aggressive and twice turning down the opportunity for a points. And listen, my coaching style, were I an NFL coach or a Little League coach or whatever, would be to take those points. But you can't forget, being aggressive and converting those four downs is what got Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions here in the first place. So, so those people shouting at him now, in my opinion, sound kind of idiotic, frankly. You knew what was well, happening. It, you know, it's it's a great conversation where do you go yeah. for it? Uh, look, I'm I'm going for the field goals. I'm taking as many points as I can. But at the same time, and I want your thoughts, Kyle Nash, they also gave up 27 straight points in the second yeah. half. What about those decisions to give up all those points? Well, and yeah, that's a, that's an excellent point you make. I mean, giving up 27 points, you sound like the last time I was at a playoff game in Jacksonville with the Chargers and yeah. all that. <laughs> hey, listen, you mentioned I wrote for the Jaguar report. I threw that out there. But the punchline's this, man. No, that's a wonderful point. And I think there were a lot of things that went wrong, that were kind of intangible. Uh, you have a Detroit Lions team that is far younger in a lot of spaces, right? How many rookies are on this team making great plays? You know, you got Laporta out there. You got Gibbs in the backfield doing a lot of things. This team's youth showed in that way. A lot of key drops kept the 49ers in this game. Listen, even as a dude who follows the 49ers as closely as I do, who was cheering for the 49ers and felt like he was a member of the Imperial uh, the Imperial forces against the rebellion in Star Wars, you know, feeling like the villain of this game. The truth of the matter is the Lions got tight and enabled the Empire to get back and, you know, strike back, as it were, 
if you want to be a real Star Wars nerd about making references. I agree with you. I do. There was a play. I think Niners are up three. Lions, they, they woke up again in the fourth quarter. They go down the field. Goff throws this kind of rainbow pass to the end zone, and it goes through Williams' hands. That should have been yeah. a touchdown. There were multiple drops by the Lions in this game. I, I'm still dumbfounded by what happened. I mean, when it was halftime, were you like, uh-oh, this isn't good. We might not win this game. I mean, well, I said to myself, you, you know, this is, this is, this is further than I have the Niners going personally in my own uh, picks on the Student of the Game podcast. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, you know, I, I, I thought I was joking with my, my, my Cowboys friend, you know, hey, so this is what embarrassment feels like, huh, when, when your team comes out and is getting dominated <laughs> early. You know, but, you know, enough about the Packers. They're eliminated. Listen, at days into here, though, I was not confident in what was going to happen. They were probably going to put up some points. They weren't going to lose by double digits. I felt better saying last week to bet the Lions at the very least because I didn't think they were getting enough respect mm-hmm. from Vegas. And on that ride, I was still correct. But, yeah, I, I was trying to find those pauses. And then they've got them within seven. I think it was pretty much after I was texting with our good friend Eric Lopez of the Black and Gold Banneret. And I had said this was the softest run defense I had seen since Jimmy Garoppolo and that 49ers team battled the Packers and made them look soft stopping the run. Then right then was when they recovered the fumble. It was right yes. after I basically hit send on that message. So maybe they were listening. We're like, we'll show you, Cam. I don't know. but There was this feeling, start of the fourth quarter, and it's 24-all. I'm like, does anyone believe the Lions can win this game with the momentum? <laughs> And I really believe that. I don't think, no, no, just the Niners made plays. My question for you is, are you starting to believe in Brock Purdy as your quarterback now? I never disbelieved Brock Purdy. I just said he wasn't an MVP, and I don't think he was the MVP of this game such that it was. It would be hard to find an MVP because so many people made key plays for the football team, and then there's Trent Williams continuing to be the amazing force that he is at left tackle. But um, those runs... Listen, the guy I saw play over here in what was the Camping World Bowl at the time twice with Iowa State was not the same dude that ran the football like that. Listen, I know he's not breaking speed records like Lamar Demetrius Jackson, but you know what? He's not going to be on the couch in two weeks. He'll be high rolling over there in Vegas. He's better than Lamar Jackson. And I know that's crazy to say out loud, but, like, okay, athletically, Lamar Jackson's a once-in-a-billion type athlete. He's awesome. He's going to win the MVP. I'd rather have Brock Purdy in the postseason. I'm I'm saying that. The quarterback of your Niners, Brock Purdy's better than Lamar Jackson when it matters most here in January. And I'll stick to my guns, and I hope that's okay, Guile. I mean, you're allowed to have your opinion, Mark Moses. It's called the Mark Moses Show. But what I think Brock Purdy actually demonstrates is every quarterback – who's been given the designation, hey, if he had enough support, he could do X. Brock Purdy is what all those quarterbacks would look like. He's got that support. He's doing X. In this particular, the number of Xs in whatever Super Bowl it is right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Don't worry. I gave up. It's Is it 58? Is that where we're at? It might it be. 58. It is XLIV. And three, yeah. All right. Are L- we doing this? Three eyes. There All we go. Wait, wait. Are we going to, 
I don't, do they even teach children? I mean, you, you're a father. Do they teach children the Roman numerals so we can know what Super Bowl it is? Because I don't know they if they do. They do not, but I do take it personally that it is my job to assure that my Veronica, <laughs> my Veronica gets a lesson every year. Yeah, the IV is four, V is five, X is ten. Yeah, all right, mm-hmm. I think I could do this. All right, I think, I think I can. Yeah, maybe. You need, you need the L, you need the X in front of the L, so it looks 10 minus 50. It's all very confusing. Yes, it is very confusing. <laughs> I, I believe in Brock Purdy. He makes the plays, and you're right. That throw, that throw to Juwan Jennings was crazy. Just crazy. He completes that, and I like where Greg Olson said, like, yeah, you're not supposed to throw that ball. And he did. Oh, yeah. Um, the play where, yeah, it got tipped and then caught by your Niners, is that when is that when you're like, okay, maybe we can win this football game? That's certainly when destiny felt like it got involved, didn't it, Mark Moses? I mean, the last time we saw anything like that, the Patriots overcame 28-3. to Yes. Yeah, look, there was a play for the Lions where I think Williams, he caught it, bobbles it, the Niners guy bobbles it, then he catches it. The whole game. Yeah. So crazy. I believe in Brock Purdy. I think what he's done, I think he's 4-1 and one as a playoff quarterback. The one loss is when he got knocked out against the Eagles. As a Niners fan, do you still feel like if he doesn't get injured, you might have beaten the, the Eagles last year in the title game? If you're using the word might have, absolutely true. Please keep in mind that game wasn't truly out of reach until the fourth quarter when Christian McCaffrey was finally being asked to, to take quarterback snaps. That's so like, crazy. You know. you know what gets lost in the shuffle? You were in the NFC Championship game. It's the third straight year. And yeah. you lose to the Rams by three. Then last year, like you said, Purdy gets injured. This was sweet to get to get it right and finally break through again. Yeah, but, you know, please tell me why John Lynch and uh, uh, Shanahan should be fired because they didn't get Trey Lance right. Cool story there, Lame's Dream Media. Anyways. You're still angry. Um, are you are you scared to take on the Kansas City Chiefs now? Aren't you supposed to be scared of Patrick LeBron yeah. Mahomes the second? I thought that was the job. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, uh, any 49ers fan should be scared of that prospect. They're probably, like me, still feeling the uh, repercussions and trauma of the, what was it, a third and 17 team, third and 21, where Richard Sherman and company let Tyreek Hill and yeah. Patrick LeBron Mahomes II do what they did. All they had to do was make the stop on that drive, and they had secured the victory. And here came Patrick LeBron Mahomes II. I think it was yeah. that play that made me start to, to call Patrick LeBron Mahomes II, Patrick LeBron Mahomes II. Stop, stop saying him that. Just forget it. No, you're all on a Brock Purdy. You need to learn Brock Purdy's middle name. All right, that's what you need to do. You're all in on your Niners. All right. All right. Here's my thing with Kansas City, and I want your thoughts. Hmm. This isn't a normal Chiefs team. This isn't like, oh, we have the high-powered offense. They don't have it. And you saw that yesterday. That defense has been nasty all postseason. Now, you know, maybe the referees are helping, but it's it's all – like you think like Tua Tua and the Dolphins are the highest-scoring offense. They got shut down. Buffalo, great offense. They got shut down. And seeing Baltimore, Lamar Jackson is going the MVP, shut them down. I'm very scared if I'm a Niners fan. I think Kansas City's D is phenomenal. How about you, Kyle? Listen, when I saw it in person at Everbank Stadium in week two where they Mm. really should have lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, 
but that defense kept them in the game. I have been using the term, the, the, the Chiefs, or the phrase, I should say, that the Chiefs are, in fact, a defensive football team. This is Listen, it's cute that Nick Wright started saying it a month after I did, but, yeah, he's right. This is a defensive football team, and all those picks they got for Tyreek Hill was to make this team more balanced overall. By the way, another point about the Chiefs, Mark Moses, how does a team that led the league in drops going into the postseason was completely drop-free against the Ravens' defense? That's insane to me. Yes, it is. What do you think the way uh, Travis Kelsey has played this postseason? Travis Michael Kelsey has shown while he's why he is Travis Michael Kelsey. Listen, I'm not exactly a fan of some of his on-field tactics with, you know, talking trash and, and doing stuff that's illegal on the field so the ref will catch the second guy because the ref always catches the guy, or rather never catches the guy that starts it. I give him props for pulling that off like a master. He drew at least two flags on the Ravens doing that. But listen, man, that's first ballot Hall of Famer and a story, much like his quarterback. He has more postseason receptions than Jerry Rice. Just I think know. about that. That is wild. He's played less time. I and you know what's weird about that stat? It's not it's not like baseball playoffs where you only had one round in olden times and then they just keep expanding the playoffs. No, Jerry Rice played in the same type of playoff format as Travis Kelsey. Yeah. That's wild. It is. All right. Are you uh are you going to Vegas? What's the game plan, buddy? Well, no, this year I'm not going to Vegas, but what I can tell you is I will be following the 49ers closely and you'll get plenty of the updates. Uh, as you normally would here during a, a general uh, week with the student of the game. Unfortunately, life got in the way of me heading oh. to Vegas this year. Of course it did because the Niners went, right? But Look, um, dude, yeah. it's it's all right. I, we talked about this a couple months ago here on the show, here with Kyle Nash. The flight's like five hours from here. Five hours. And then how much are you dropping for coverage? What, what are we thinking here? Five grand? What, what would the game plan be for Vegas? I mean, well, believe it or not, the hotel in Vegas is cheaper, but I can assume they want me to save some of the money to spare that elsewhere. Um, if you catch my drift on that one, hashtag <laughs> gaming, you know, but that's the way you get around it if you're going to uh, Vegas and making that trip. So the the line is, I think it was two and a half. It keeps changing. I honestly, at first, it was Niners. I can see the Chiefs getting uh, the favorite, but. Who should be the favorite in this game? Well, I think we explained it very clearly. You have um, probably the best quarterback, um, certainly in the game right now, and now we're getting overtures of goat potential GOAT status, depending on how things go, right, versus, you know, the Niners who have the best overall roster, a great quarterback and a, and a, for a defensive team versus arguably the best roster in the NFL where their one weak spot, air quotes, might be the quarterback, and I said might. So, listen, it's an appealing matchup, but who that quarterback is at the end of the day is the one that usually sets that tone. And, by the way, in the coaching matchup, I got Andy Reid over Kyle Shanahan any day of the week. So, yeah, I think the Chiefs will be favored. Do you believe in Kyle Shanahan? I uh, Well... I mean, listen, do I believe in him the way I believe in an Andy Reid? Absolutely. But not as good as Andy Reid. You know what that answer is right there? You had to pause. 
you had to think about it and you're still not sure on your answer. That's what I just heard in your voice. Yeah, well, can, can, I can explain that. I can explain that. It's not that I think Kyle Shanahan is a bad coach. <laughs> He's the Matt Ryan problem, right? Mm-hmm. I would never try to have to replace Matt Ryan in Atlanta as a quarterback. But we all know he wasn't the best quarterback in the league. Led by Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> when they went to that? the Super Bowl. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, man, are you exhausted today? I'll end with this. Are you exhausted? Like, I didn't have a horse in the race yesterday. And I'm exhausted from watching those two games. How about you? I mean, listen, that's a full day of quality football, and it, it happens twice. This isn't like the Super Bowl where you have, you know, long commercial breaks to get up yeah. and get what you need and the 30-minute halftime show to re-energize. You're not right, I'm tired. <laughs> Man, did you sleep like a baby, though, knowing your Niners are going to the Super Bowl? Didn't hurt anything, I'll tell you that. Hey, even the kids went to bed good last night, Mark Moses. It was peaceful that evening. <laughs> I I literally was watching your game, the Niners Lions, and the whole first half I couldn't get over how bad Baltimore was. I I still can't get over it. That that's gonna haunt Baltimore for the next three, four decades. I'm not kidding, Kyle. Yeah. It was bad. Bad. I'm amazed they lost that game. So here's the stat I'll tell you and I'll let you go. Okay. Detroit went on the road to the one seed and scored thirty one points and lost. The Chiefs went to the one seat on the road, scored 17 points, and won. Just think about that. Yeah. Well, it, it, I'll, I'll add to that, Mark Moses. What if you are a defense that says, hey, guys, check it out. I went to the fortune teller. We held Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second in that offense to 17 points. Oh, we went in the heck out of this game. See what happened was. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of feel like. Does Lamar Jackson still get that MVP award, or was that so bad that maybe we should just give it to Mahomes? You, you know, we're putting an awful lot of blame on Lamar Jackson, where in my opinion, he really only made one bad play. And frankly, a bad play that shouldn't have happened because Odell Beckham Jr. had a chief on his back in the end zone with no call. Very next play, uh, uh, Lamar Demetrius Jackson then forces that terrible pass in the end zone. Even He's still probably sick over making that particular play. But we're not talking about the mental weakness and lack of intestinal fortitude by the Ravens overall that aren't named Lamar Demetrius Jackson for getting stupid penalties. We're not saying anything or enough, in my opinion, about Zay Flowers and the whole reaching of the ball situation and how lucky the Chiefs got, A, to knock it loose, and B, why is it when it happens to the Ravens, we're not talking about rules committees and that being the dumbest rule in the league, yet when it happens to the Chiefs, everybody's in an uproar. This is why people are frustrated with the Kansas City Chiefs in the lexicon is because those conversations change when they're involved. Now, granted, I don't have a problem with the Chiefs, but there's a lot of people out there that are starting to find Chiefs fans in suffering. Hey, you will in two weeks. You'll you'll be sick of the Chiefs. This is why well, you better I mean, go by win. Default, sure, you better go win. Look, I blame I blame Jim Harbaugh. That old team was undisciplined, and they were all over the place. And what? And look, it's it's in the third quarter. You abandon the run, and then uh, Lamar Jackson's in the shotgun on every play. What the hell are you doing? What is this? Well, I see John Harbaugh. I, I, you're right about one thing with the game plan, Mark. But John Harbaugh and his offensive staff, the I, it felt to me. Correct me if you think it's different. It felt to me it wasn't so much that they abandoned to the run. They assumed 
that Jack was going to do what he was going to do, escape a blitz and make him pay for it and get the big run in if they tried to blitz him. And that didn't happen. No, he was and contained a lot more than they thought he would be. And that's why they lost. You can't yep. – uh, you know what? They don't deserve to go to the Super Bowl, and they're not going. That's, that's what it is. That was that was embarrassing how they performed on the field yesterday. It was. And, and they, they were down 10 points in the fourth quarter, and their defense is like flexing on defense for making a tackle. Stop flexing. You're losing the game. Why are you taunting on a catch? I – that was embarrassing. I feel bad for all those Ravens fans, but you lost. Okay, you're out. Um, you got to check this guy out for the next two weeks with his football coverage. He does a great job. Multiple publications. Student of the game, Jaguar Report, Black Eagle Banneret. He's a good friend, Kyle Nash. Kyle, thanks for your help, and have a great day. Hey, honor, joy, and privilege, Mark Moses. We'll see you next time. Class dismissed.